What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. We live? We live. Yes, we are. <clears throat> What's going on? What up, y'all? There we go. Looks like the team, man. Yeah, it's not over yet. There's still work to be done. Still, recording is now in progress for those not in the know. What's going on? Tube, what's up? Earners, what's up? Let's gather around. Still a lot of work to be done. Let's have a sit down. What's going on, y'all? Hope everybody is uh, doing well. Getting ready to finish out the year strong and getting ready for make a strong 2022. Very, very important. Hope you got a chance to check out all the content that we've been putting out this week. We had nonstop content and uh, we finishing up tomorrow, actually, with our, our boy T.I. Shout out to Tip. Can you plug me in the Wi-Fi? To the Wi-Fi? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, today is something that, you know, we definitely, definitely extremely, extremely excited about. Something that said high demand. So, um, you know, it's a... It's one of the, it's going to be one of those things that I'm sure a lot of people will enjoy a lot of information and uh, a topic that is extremely relevant. So yeah, we ain't, we ain't even going to play around with this. Is Lawrence, Lawrence here? Lawrence, what's up? He's here. Lawrence, what's going on, brother? Hey, what's going on guys? How y'all doing? My dog, good, everything man. good. Good, man. How are you? Man, I'm good. What's going on, YouTube world? What's going on, UYL? You? Yo, for those not in the know, we are talking to the young legend, the young legend, UYL Lawrence. Man, we got some breaking news tonight. We had an amazing call yesterday. We're gonna have an amazing night. I hope everybody got their dry erase board. I hope you got your pen and your pad. If you had a chalkboard, get your chalk ready. We're gonna get into some things today. This is for everybody. You know, we get asked that question all the time. <laughs> yeah, we invest in long-term stocks, but word option has been coming up at a feverish pace. Like everywhere we go, everybody wants to talk options. And a lot of people, you know, depending on where they started following our journey, they might've missed the beginning pieces of it. And so tonight we just wanted to dedicate a moment in time, a moment in history to, to touch everybody with the beginning uh, learning stages of options and what they are and debunk some myths and hopefully enlighten people with the um, information that they can actually use and execute going forward. And so that's what we have tonight for. Yeah, for sure. So we're not even going to waste too much time. We're going to jump right into it. But um, as Troy said, what this is, the last Wednesday of every month, we do uh, what we call open enrollment, which is an EYL University class. But um, it's done on uh, YouTube so everybody can in, you know enjoy and participate in it. And it's a way, it's like a window into what we have going for EYL University. So this this one, we uh, did it a week earlier than we usually do it because obviously next week is the last week of the year. So we're going to take next week off. But um, this is something that, you know, we have never really had like, you know, a whole class or a whole topic 
on YouTube devoted to stock options. And as I posted on Instagram today, stock options is a record-breaking year, um, up 35% as far as trades from last year, but still a lot of people still are losing money. So everybody's hearing about options, um, and not a lot of people are really fully educated on options. So what we're going to do today is kind of walk you through from a basic level of like what a stock option is and how to invest in stock options, how to trade stock options. And then I guess it can it go all the way up to advanced because at the end, we're going to talk about, well, we're going to answer questions as well um, live from EYL University. So yes, we have uh, our professor for EYL University who um, has been gracious with his time. And we thank him for that. Uh, Lawrence, if you tuned into the last one that he did on YouTube, which is on cryptocurrency. All 223,000 of you. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. That went crazy. So if you tuned in for that, you know you're in for a treat tonight. And um, so, yeah, we're going to jump right into it. But before we start, I just wanted to just let everybody know, once again, that this is a part of EYL University. And and for part of EYL University, you know, we have 16 infinity groups. So we have a crypto club, we have a real estate club, we have an investment club, we have, um, you know, a military club. We have all kinds of different infinity groups that's led by the students. We actually have uh, break bread sessions with MG the Mortgage Guy, which he talks about real estate twice a month. I do financial planning calls. We have a movie club uh, and a book club led by Troy. We have a Facebook group. Um, we have weekly classes and those classes are archived. So there's over 200 past classes. It's like an encyclopedia. So the best way to really describe it, it's like earn your leisure on steroids. And it's for people that really want like a hands-on, you know, experience and a hands-on, you know, approach and be part of a community. Um, and it's growing at a rapid pace, 12,000 people in it right now. We got a lot of stuff planned for 2022. We'll talk about that later on. <laughs> Some breaking news. Um, yeah, physical events <laughs> and, and a lot a lot of stuff. So if you're interested, this is the last, uh, like I said, class that we'll do for the year. So we're doing an end of the year sale, 65% off with an annual membership. It's going to be for 24 hours. So if you're interested, I'll put the link in the, um, in the YouTube, and then we'll also put it in the description. Like I said, we'll talk about that later on. But um, yeah, without further ado, uh, I want to, you know, get this show on the road. Let's, so let's do this it. is going to be Troy and Lawrence both going to be talking. I'm going to be kind of just moderating the situation. <laughs> and, but I know you guys put together a presentation, so I'm not sure who wants to start. But. Yeah, I'm going to kick it off, man. You know, it, it's home turf, so I got to kick it off. So, yeah, man, we're going to get it right to it. And I know people love love presentations, so we decided to put a presentation together to make it easy for everybody to see. I know people are writing notes. Don't worry, I'm gonna leave the slides up there so you can actually see it. Just put a yes in chat. Just put a yes in chat if y'all can see the screen so we know what's going on. All right, perfect, 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 perfect. You see that shield, you know what's about to happen, y'all. <laughs> perfect, 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 you know that shield. All right, so let's get into it, let's get into it. All right, so here's the question and I need everybody to honestly answer this question right now. So do you think, Apple's price, their stock price, which is currently trading at $175.86, can trade at $200 by January 19, 2024. Put your answers in chat right now. Got a lot of yeses. <laughs> I see for sure. Hell yeah. <laughs> right. So based on what you know about Apple and based on what you know about the economy, you said yes. Like most people have said yes, of course. Right. Is this even a question? Right. So basically what you've done is you've predicted the potential price of a stock in the future. And that in a simple sense is what an option is. Right. You just did it for the growth. 
And we're going to talk about what it is when it grows and when it depreciates, when it falls. It's two types. So everybody got the question right. And so let's keep moving. Right. So, like I said, essentially, the future price prediction of a given asset is what you just did. Right. Here's the example. The asset was Apple. That was a stock you chose. I gave you the price what it is now. That's as of today. It might have went down a few cents after hours. The future price prediction was $200, and that's the strike price, and we'll show you how we came up with that. And the future date, right? So January 19, 2024, that's a little over two years away. That's the expiration date. And so when I say expiration date, is because you're giving yourself a specific time to have this number be hit. Now, granted, it doesn't have to even hit 200, and we'll talk about why. Um, because there's money that can be made either way, if it makes it to it or if it doesn't. All right, so I need everybody just to understand that piece. Yeah, All right, so, go ahead. Yeah, so what are option contracts? Option contracts offers the buyer the opportunity to buy or sell depending on the type of contract that they hold. So the, cho the chosen asset is at a price set out in the contract at expiration date. So this is key. Um, options differ from shares. So a lot of people, a lot of times get confused and saying, you know, am I making a call or a put or am I buying or selling shares? So when you're holding options, every option that you hold is worth 100 shares. So you can be a buyer of options and you can also be a seller of options if you have more than hundred shares. So for every buyer, there is a seller. So each contract is worth hundred shares, which is why you always see Contracts express, sometimes you see $25.26. That's really $2,526 uh, per that option contract. So always remember that option contracts are broken up and always worth, every option contract is worth 100 shares. And you have the right to purchase those 100 shares at that expiration date, as long as the contract is potentially fulfilled. Um, and so in order for that contract to be fulfilled, the, the stock actually has to go above the strike price, which we'll talk about. Yeah, and I want people to be very clear about that. And I put it in bold letters for a reason. They're contracts and not shares. And so when people buy a share of a company, or we like to say when we're teaching kids, a slice of a company, right? You're gonna pay the, the uh, equities price at that time. So today, Apple was 175. Two days ago, it was 171. If you wanted a share, that's how much you would pay. Options are completely different. They're not based on the share, although that does take... Uh, into account um, how the, the bid and the ask is perceived. Um, and we'll talk about how that works too. Yep. Yep, so you have right here, a stock option contract is the option to buy or sell a hundred shares. So one contract equals a hundred shares. So you can buy multiple contracts. You could buy two contracts, that would be 200 shares, three contracts, 400. And then um, you take a look, three contracts, 300 and four contracts, 400. So this is imperative important for us to kind of understand. A lot of times when people are taking a look at option contracts, a lot of times they get confused. They're saying, okay, why am I purchasing this one contract? How is it worth hundred shares? So on the sale side, how, like where do option contracts actually come from? So option contracts actually come from sellers. So you have people who may own a thousand shares of Apple and they decide to actually sell you the actual options those options actually cost a what? A premium, a select premium. So it's imperative to understand that, that option contracts are always worth 100 shares. And this is how they're actually created by a seller. A seller sells you that option. 
you pay a premium. So you pay a price. The seller collects that premium. Perfect. All right. So there's two types of options. And this is, again, this is for beginners. Obviously there's more advanced and we can talk about that maybe a little bit later because I'm sure some people are in, involved in trading options, but it comes down to two for the beginner stage and that's calls and puts. I'm going to talk about calls really quickly, right? So calls that pretty much is if you think the stock price move up, you're going to make a call. So a call options are speculating on the price increase of an asset. They are the financial contracts that give you the buyer, the right, but not the obligation. So you don't have to, but you can buy an asset at a specific price within a specific time, which would be that expiration date. So a call buyer profits when the underlying asset increases in price. So Apple, this is our example. We're going to use Apple because it's the greatest company in the world, right? Apple, if it currently is at $175 per share today, if I'm looking at the future price of it, and I believe that it's going to go up and majority of you said that, yeah, by January, 2024, it can make it to $200. Then I'm making a call on that because I'm saying that the price of Apple will appreciate in that given time. Now, as it appreciates from 175, if I bought that call today, I'm going to make money all the way up until it hits 200. I'll make even more money if it passes 200. And so this is key to know the difference between the two, right? So if I'm saying that the price is going to go up and I believe in that, and again, we're investing in solid companies, right, that have appreciation and have growth and strong fundamentals, then I would make a call. Now, we got to say this, investing has considerable risk. And we always stress to people, please, if you don't know how to trade stocks, you probably shouldn't start with options, right? You should probably have a portfolio that has some stocks in it, that some long-term companies that you can believe in. Obviously, Microsoft and Apple, we talk about a lot, NVIDIA, AMD, all these companies that are strong, you should have stock in them. And then if you want to invest in options, I think it's a great idea as well. So those are calls. If you think the price is going to go up, you're going to make a call on that option. Yep. So then we have on the opposite side, we have on the opposite side puts. So put options. So put options actually allow you to make money off of assets price going down. So put options can be very lucrative. A lot of people always ask, what can you use put options for? So it's been a myth that's been going around for years on top of years where we haven't been in this space, where we've been tricked out of when we think, hey, that the stock market, you can only make money off the stock market going up, but you can actually make money off of Apple stock price coming down, NVIDIA, Tesla, whatever stock, Intel here, you can make money off that stock price actually declining. The increase, so what happens is you pay a specific premium, and if the stock price goes and falls, for example, Intel here, Intel's at... $50.62. If Intel then falls $5, you can profit off of that. So instead of you just holding shares, and when you're holding shares, you may lose value of your shares when it declines, you can actually profit and make money. So I tell people that this is a great strategy to use, especially on red days and times of market turmoil. So for example, when the coronavirus first hit, people actually profited off that market downfall. When we saw the markets decline 36%, People just did sit in their positions and hold shares and just see their value, their shares decrease. They also use put options to actually hedge against their portfolio. So the reason why I really like put options is honestly because you can actually make money to the downside with a stock going down, and then you can go ahead and purchase. So one of the one of the things that I really like to say about put options is I utilize put options on Square most recently. We've all seen that Square is what came down from. 240 and 250 and now is sitting at about 167 
at today's close. So using put options, I was able to profit of trading this stock to the downside. But yes, I like Square long term. So guess what? Now I profited off of making money off that stock going down. And now I had the ability to be able to buy shares at a lower price. But then I also profited from that. So now I actually have money and equity to be able to pour in on quality companies that I'm now been able to buy cheaper. So put options lose value when the stock goes up. So that's key. So unlike call options that when the stock goes up, you're making money, put options when the stock goes uh, when the stock goes up, you're actually losing money on put options. All right. So, so I want to real quick because I want people to really catch this. Right. And so I want you to notice something here. When I made my call option, look how far out I went. Right. 2024, which is two years away when I did a put option. Right. If you look here in the example, we only went to March 2022. Lawrence, tell, tell them why the, the difference in time span when we do puts yeah. and calls. Yeah. So like a lot of times if we're taking a look at, you know, how far the market has dropped and went down, we've seen a couple pullbacks here. We've seen pullbacks back here in 2020, where we saw a 36% decline. We saw a bear market that came in 2018. We saw a short mini fall in 2013 and 2015. We saw the financial crisis in 2008. We also saw a downturn in the dot-com bubble. So these downturns have actually been very small. So the timing, when we take a look at the market of over this hundred year existence of the stock market, 94 years out of the hundred, the stock market has actually been going up. So when we take a look, the stock market is going up more than it's going down. So you don't want to be caught in puts on certain companies for long periods of time because you can lose a lot of money. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So expiration dates. Right. And so, again, when we gave the example, we said January 19, 2024. For the Intel example, we said March 18, 2022. And I gave those dates because those are significant dates. Uh, they're called quadruple witching. And we said that that happens every quarter. So the third month of every quarter, the third Friday, quadruple witching will happen, which means that, and we said this on Market Mondays plenty of times, that contracts will expire. And so when we talk about those dates, those are expiration dates for contracts uh, in March and obviously in December. So an expiration date is the final date on which a contract is valid. So after that time, the contract has expired. Option owners can choose a couple of things. You can exercise the contract, which means that you were going to buy 100 shares, right? So let's say you have five contracts. You have the right, not the obligation, to buy 500 shares. And or you can sell the option contract. If you haven't made any, if you've made profit, you can take profit there. Or you can choose to buy more. So you have three things you can do at the expiration date. Here's what we tell people. You don't want to wait to the expiration date, right? You're not waiting to that date to actually make a move. Because again, when the expiration dates come, a lot of people are selling off and taking profits. You want to make sure that you can make the most as possible. So just keep that in mind. Now, expiration dates can range in length of time from days to weeks to months to years. And so we showed you the example and Rashad and myself, we talk about this all the time. We like to go out in leaps Right. So we like to have as much time as possible uh, for our positions to have their volatility, to have their ups and their downs uh, for news cycles. And obviously right now we're seeing with uh, Omicron right now, there's pullbacks. Right. But we're in positions that are for two to three years out. It gives us time for it to correct and also appreciate over time. So the longer this is important, the longer the expiration is also useful to absolute re retains time value, even if the stock trades below the stock price. 
So it's fine if you don't get to your strike price, as long as it's trending towards your stock price, you'll be fine. So these are just two examples of expiration dates, like next week, December 30th, 2021, could be a weekly, right? So if somebody got into an options position today, that might be a, a expiration date that they're choosing if they're doing a weekly. Obviously, January 19, 2024 is years away. So we're talking about a little over two years away from now. Again, giving yourself the optimum time, and we're going to talk about Delta and all that, or why that's valuable in theta. Yeah, and I just wanted to add one thing here. Yeah, go ahead. Especially, especially when you're just getting into options, guys, I always tell people to buy time. If you're someone new getting into options, first, I always tell people, guys, uh, stocks first, investing in ETFs, investing first is key. I did not trade options until two years after me learning about the stock market and studying. So I really want to drive this point home because it's important to understand. I, I find it that a lot of people are hopping into trading on their second day in the markets, second week in the markets. So I, I wanted to really tell people and stress to people that it's important to take your time, take your time to learn the information, take your time. It's not a rush. Um, like I said, I started when I was 17. I didn't start trading until I was 19. So I really want to stress that point home and also the short term options. For someone that does not know technical analysis, that is brand new, is like going to the Russian roulette table in Vegas. And I'm going to say that one more time. Someone trading short-term options without knowing technicals is like going to the Russian roulette table in Vegas. And I'll leave that one there. <laughs> Don't do it. Strictly for linemen, not for freshmen. That's not for freshmen. All right, let's keep rolling. Strike price. So again, Strike price is the number, right? Is the, the price at which the asset can be bought or sold. It is the price that the given asset will appreciate. Call, that's if you're buying a call or depreciate, that's a put. And so here's our example, right? Apple right now, again, it's at $175.85. If I'm going to say I want to see it appreciate, I come up with a price or a target number that I'm saying it's going to reach. And so $200 would be my strike. If I believe that Apple will pull back. I'm listening to all the reports. I'm following all my technicals and the fundamentals. And I'm saying, all right, well, I feel like there's going to be a pullback in Apple. Then I'm going to make a put. And so $150 will be my put. And so let's figure this out. This is pretty cool here. Right. So where are we going to get our strike price from? Now, past performance does not always predict future success. But if we're looking at Apple over the past 20 years, Right. I know like we always talk about let's look at it since its inception, but let's look at Apple since its past 20 years to your right. If you look at the performance and you look at that column that's in parentheses, right, that is not a mistake. Apple has increased by 53,000 percent since 2001. Right. And so if we're basing our if we're going to make a call or right, that's pretty far out, let's not use 20 years. Let's maybe use two years. <laughs> Right. So two in the past since two years is going up 150 percent this year. It's up 32 percent year to date. And so even a conservative number, because I know when Rashad calls me, he's going to want a conservative number. Could we say that Apple could appreciate 10 percent by 2024 each year? Right. So that just means that Apple, which is 175 now, if it grows by 10 percent, it's at 192 by next December. If it grows by 10% in 2023, it's at $211, right? So that means that it grew at 10% each year, right? And that seems like that's something that's very viable to happen, right? So remember, our call was at 200. And so if we just said Apple 200 call for 2024 
based on its past performance and a very conservative number of 10%, the likelihood of it hitting 200 is pretty high, right? So that's kind of one of those things when you look at strong companies and their past performance, now you see why you come up with these strikes. Yep. Yep. So when taking a look, when you're, when you're taking a look at options, you know, purchasing contracts, not shares, it's important to understand the difference between the bid and the ask. So this is going to be a, a pivotal part of what we talk about here tonight. This is the part. <laughs> this, yeah. So because this is what gets a lot of I already saw in the chat here that someone said Robin Hood uh, order fills suck. So we're, we're going to talk about the difference between the bid and the ask. So a lot of people, when they hop into options trading, they're immediately, as soon as they go ahead and enter a trade, they're going to give money to the market. And why is that? Because a lot of people are purchasing options at the ask price. So the ask price represents the minimum price that the seller is willing to take for that same security. The bid price represents the maximum price that the buyer is willing to pay for a share of the stock or another uh, security. You never want to pay at the ask. Um, and Troy is going to show you, we have an example on the next slides where we're going to actually, you're going to actually get a chance to see. So a lot of times you'll see like the bid will say 700 and the ask will say like 920. So that's called the spread. So when you hear where, when someone asks you, hey, what is the spread on that call that you're looking at or that put you're looking at? The spread is the difference between the bid and the ask. So if the bid is 700 and then the ask is 920, that's a $220 difference in spread. So guess what's going to happen to someone that goes ahead and uses what is called a market order instead of a limit order. So when it comes to options, you want to use limit orders. Why do you want to use limit orders? Because you're able to go ahead and specify the price that you actually want to get into that security. Hold on. So you got to tell them that again. You got to tell them that again. The difference between market and limit. Yeah. So market is just going to put you in at any price. So what's going to happen if you use a market order and there's a $220 spread? You're going to more than likely be down $100 instantaneously. Instantaneously. So who wants to be down $100 instantaneously? I know I don't. I know all you guys don't want to. So make sure that you're using a limit order. So what is the best way to get filled with options is to use a limit order. Especially what happens is when you're actually buying out those further out options, the strategies that Troy and Rashad talk about when you're talking about 2023 and 2024, the bid and the ask is going to be spread wide because there's not a lot of volume and open interest on the contracts, which we'll talk about later. We're getting there. So, yeah. 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 And I tell people as simple as this, man, if you've ever bought a car and you've walked into the dealership and somebody tells you a price, most nine times out of 10, you're going to say, all right, well, I can't, I'm not paying that price. This is what I'm paying. Right. And so it's the same thing when you think about these contracts. The ask price is the premium. The bid price is what you're going to pay. You're willing to pay that. Right. And if you put it at a limit order, you're saying I'm not going above that. Now, sometimes that limit will get filled and sometimes it doesn't. But this is when I'm when we talk about patience. Right. If it's not filled, that's fine. You can leave it out for a day. If it doesn't get filled, the next, do it again. Right. You're going to stick to your script. That's your limit. You're not going above that. It'd be the same thing like if you're going to buy a car. This is how much I can afford. This is what I'm paying for it. I'm not paying anything over it. The problem is that a lot of people who are new to options come in and they click market. And sometimes it fills at the highest price as possible. In fact, 
it could say 920. By the time you buy it, somebody's already purchased it and now it's going up to 940. And so you've actually paid more than you thought. And so that's why it's very, very important. This is like one of those keys that people will lose money right away. And they look at their account like, wait, how come every time I buy my option contract, I'm in the negative? This is probably one of the main reasons why that is happening. So treat it like the dealership. Look at the bid. Maybe go 10 to 15 cent or above the bid and say, that is where I'm staying. I'm not going above it. If it fills, it fills. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, let's get into some things. Yep. So now we have here, this is TD Ameritrade for those that are new and may have not looked at TD Ameritrade. Uh, TD Ameritrade Thinkorswim is one of the most reputable platforms out there for people to trade. Um, TD Ameritrade Thinkorswim is set up like this. This is actually showing you how to actually go ahead and actually execute and buy an actual options contract. So here we have up here, option strategy will start in the top left corner, single order. The underlying symbol obviously is Apple. Um, also, what you want to know is when you're actually buying options, this is key, action, that action button right there. Whenever you're purchasing options, calls or puts, it always needs to be on buy to open. That's whether you're on Charles Schwab, Fidelity, uh, E-Trade, whatever platform that you're on, it needs to be on buy to open when you're purchasing options. Now, when you are selling when you are ready to close your position, it needs to be on sell to close. So you need to make sure that you have it on buy to open and sell to close. If you end up having it in something else, you're going to mess yourself up. So it needs to be buy to open when you're purchasing your options. And then it needs to be sell to close when you're selling your options. Then you have next door, which you're going ahead and typing in how many contracts you're purchasing, either one, two, et cetera. Then you have select your expiration. You had an expiration, so you can select the date. And we had the dates pulled up over here, and we'll get to those in a second. Your strike and your, is it a call or a put? And we'll get to that. Then also you see limit order. So this see, is- See, I, I have it filled in for you. <laughs> yeah, limit order. You don't need, you need a limit order. And then guess what? Price. You see what happens is when you have a market order, that price box right here won't pull up. Because you now you all you do when you hit market is you just hit review order. Limit order, then you put in price. Also time and force, um, day. So you want to keep it on day. Um, if you keep it on day, it'll make sure that it enforces during the day. Now, if that price is at a limit order and it does not enforce at the end of the business day at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, that order will cancel. Right. So, And that's not a bad thing, y'all. That's not, not a bad, bad thing. thing. Yep, that's not a bad thing. I'm just letting you guys know that if you have an order that's pending and it's in time and force day and it doesn't execute during market hours, options are only able to be purchased because I know we got a lot of new people on here and they're probably going to ask the question. Options can only be purchased in between 9.30 Eastern Standard to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The only options that can be traded outside of that time is the SPY and the QQQ, which can be traded until 4.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So options can only be executed from 9.30 all the way till 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, when we take a look at the strike panel over here, turn your direction, you see we're on Apple, January 28th, 2022, which is next month's, uh, the last week of, ne uh, of next month's expiring contracts. We see that at the time when the screenshot was taken, Apple was at 171.89. 
I believe Apple closed at 175.76 today. So taking a look here, you have the, the strike price here in the middle. You see calls, puts, and then you also see bid and ask. So on the call side and on the put side, and then the strike, that's the strike price in the middle. Now you see a highlighted blue on the left side to the top left, and you see a highlighted blue to the bottom right. So I want to talk about something Shadi said um, earlier today. If you guys watched his reel, he said something that was really keen, um, and I wanted to make sure that this was something that I touched on here tonight. Um, Shadi said in his reel, he said, a lot of people who are purchasing out the money options are losing money. So I'm going to put an end to this tonight. Why do, why, do, why do I say this? Because what's happening is, is that a lot of people are purchasing out the money options and out the money options are very, very, very risky, especially in the short term. With leap options, options that have a lot of time, like January 2024, 200, you get a little leeway. But with the trading aspect, when you're buying out the money options, you're actually setting yourself up for failure. So why am I saying this? So out the money options, typically for new options traders, is like just beautiful. It's like heaven. People are like, oh my gosh, it's so cheap. You mean I could buy this option for you know $400, $500, and I could profit from it? And what happens is, is that there's also a factor in of average true range. So how much does the stock move on a day-to-day -day basis? So my point here tonight is to really make sure that people understand that you want to focus on buying in the money versus out the money contracts. So these uh, contracts highlighted. Oh. My fault, my fault, my fault. Yeah, guys. Yep. So these contracts highlighted in the blue here on the top left here in calls, that 170 strike, 167.5, 165, 162.5, 160. What makes them in the money calls? What, like, what makes them in the money calls is what someone's going to ask. Well, the current stock price at this time was 171.89. So what are you actually doing when you actually buy a 170 strike? So when you buy a 170 strike, you're essentially saying, hey, by January 28th, 2022, Apple is going to be above 170. Well, Apple already is. So Apple is considered a in, this contract right here is considered in the money. The 170 strike is considered in the money. So it has what is called intrinsic value, intrinsic value. Now the 172, 175, 177 are considered out the money. Apple is not higher than 172.5. No, no, it's not higher than 175 and it's not higher than 177.5. So what happens is, is that people who are buying in the money options, you set yourself up better. Why? Because you're putting, some people may say, well, I'm paying more. Yes, it's better to pay more for an in the money option a lot of times than buying out the money options. Why? Because on January 28, 2022, a lot of those out the money options will be expiring worthless. And so most options expire worthless, especially out the money options. And so it's imperative that we understand that it is okay to spend more on buying in the money option contracts because it's going to give you a higher probability of actually profiting. And also, guys, the first thing that we want to think about when we're focus on trading options is actually not making money. How do we protect ourselves on the downside? What happens is, is that if someone was to buy that 180 strike right here at Apple, and it's cost about $425, and Apple was to decline $5, that option contract would actually lose a lot more value than someone who has that 165 strike or that 162.5 strike. 
So why am I saying this? Because when you're having your options in the money, you have what is called intrinsic value. Options that have intrinsic value, what? They actually have higher deltas. So delta is the amount per dollar that you make as the stock price increases. And out the money options have higher theta. So what is theta? Theta is the time decay. So out the money options have a higher time decay. So for anyone that's been trading options before and it's like, okay, I went and got a 180 strike on Apple and Apple went up to 172, but I didn't make any money. Why is that happening? Because what's happening is, is that the delta is out, excuse me, the theta is outweighing the delta. So you're not making as much money when you have those out the money options. The only way for you to make a lot of money without the money options is when the stock has a drastic move upward. For example, today with Tesla, Tesla went up 70 points today. So the people who had $1,000 calls for Tesla yesterday when Tesla was at 930, they were extremely risky with that. But because Tesla actually went up and increased that much, people actually made a lot of money off of that. So what happens? People are ready to go ahead and grab these out the money options because they're cheaper. What happens with a stock like Apple, which doesn't really move very fast, but it is a consistent stock as we put up on the sheet. Apple is a consistent stock. So what happens is, is that when these stocks don't move as fast, a lot of people get hurt because they're in out the money options and the time decay is way too much. We, so we call that losing your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> don't lose your shirt. <laughs> yep. So you want to focus on really buying those in the money options, especially if you're doing any short term trading. If you're doing a, a more of a leap strategy, you still want to stick to buying in the money options, but you can actually go a little bit farther out. Um, it is OK, but you do want to be protecting yourself because a lot of times the out the money strategy is one of those sexy things that a lot of people want to push on people. But we don't want to do that here. We're not pushing sexiness out here. We're pushing consistency. So it's important to be consistent versus trying to be sexy and be cheap. Because the first thing that we had a mindset of coming in is how can I get the pretty much take the smallest investment and turn it into a million dollars overnight. And so out the money land is where most people go. And then out the money land ends up you end up losing all your money. And this is just the reality. Yeah. So there's a couple of things I want you to see here, right? Somebody's going to be looking at this and they're like, yo, Troy Lawrence, what y'all bugging, man? It says it's $7, right? But we told you, and we're going to reiterate it again, right? Each contract is worth 100 shares. And so our eyes are trained. I know, Lawrence, we have the same thing. Once we see that number, we're moving the decimal twice. And so that's not really $7. That's really $700. That's the bid. It's $700. I'm going to show you why. And I think this is dope because I took this picture, uh, I think Friday I took this picture. But if we go on to TD Ameritrade now, and I'm sure somebody will do this after they, they watch um, this whole uh, class, that 172 strike and that 175 strike are now in the money. And so they're going to be blue when you look at it. And so that's pretty interesting. Another thing is I want you to notice the prices, right? If we look at the price, like that $700 uh, bid, because it's so close, it's a lot cheaper. When we go out further, and I'm gonna show you an example of like when we go out further, right, to like 2024, it's gonna be a lot pricier. And the reason being is that the likelihood of the stock or the asset for this example, Apple, actually being 175 or 170 when it's already at 175 now, it's highly likely. So it's a premium on that. So like this expiration date is for next month, but we're gonna show you an example of what it looks like 
in a few years and you're going to notice the price difference. But I wanted you to just key in on that, right? Like this is not $7. This is $700. This is not $9.20. This is $920. So that's the ask. And this is a problem too. Like I get upset. Lawrence, you probably do too, right? Like I'll put a limit order in and then I'll look at last and we'll show people what last is. And I'll see somebody fills at 920 and I have my limit at 730. What that does is it messes up the chain for the next person try to buy a contract. Now I have to raise my limit up because somebody who was inexperienced came and said, all right, well, I'll pay the premium. And so yep. it kind of messes up the game a little bit. But we're giving you all the game right now so that that doesn't happen. So when we and see then, that. And then one thing, nah, one thing I want to say is like when the option order doesn't execute. I know this happens to a lot of people, especially people that are not savvy with their platform. And that's something I really want to say is like, really learn your platform too, the execution of your platform. It is okay to paper trade on TD Ameritrade, Thinkorswim, uh, take some practice trades and get used to like the execution part. Because actually buying options, like for the first time, I can even, I can admit myself, my first time buying options, I had anxiety. Like, was I doing it right? Did the, did the order fill properly? You know, these are so, kind of some of the uh, questions that we kind of have from a psych psychological standpoint, to be honest. And so I want to make sure that, you know, people take time to understand their platforms. Um, and if the order does not fill the first time, it is OK to go ahead and refresh that order and re-input that order. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And so there's still somebody's like, how did he get 700 from seven dollars? Well, here's why. Again. Each option contract is worth a hundred shares, right? So if one share, right, is one if one share is seven dollars and you're buying one hundred of them, then that's where we got seven hundred. The easiest thing to do is when you see the bid or the ask, just move the decimal twice, right? And so that one contract is worth seven hundred dollars because each share is seven and you're buying a hundred of them. That's how you get seven hundred. Same thing if I bought five contracts. Now I'm having five hundred shares at seven dollars which would bring me to a total of 35. Yes, in chat, if we good on that. <laughs> perfect, perfect. This is like when Mr. Millions is like, yeah, and, I got that, raise your hand. And, and, <laughs> and um, you know, it, it's something that, like if you've been doing options, it's, it's not as hard as it may seem. If you just, if this is your first time hearing about options, you may not be getting everything, but that's why everything is all, you know, education and it's an ongoing process. So. It's something that, you know, it's not like you're going to become a, an expert in an hour. Mm -mm. Um, but the more you do it, the more repetition you have, the more information you receive, then you understand that it's really not that complicated. Um, and you start to understand it. it's like speaking a foreign language, like you can't learn a foreign language in one day, but you can get the beginning fundamentals of learning that language. And then the more you're around people, the more you study it now, it actually starts to make sense to you. Yeah, it's repetition. Like every yeah. time you come over, you know that this is what I'm doing. And so like, again, you just get yourself familiar with it. Uh, will you make mistakes? Yeah, we, we, we've had trades where we've lost and we've made some mistakes and I make it very, very clear and very transparent. Like I talk about those mistakes on Market Mondays because I, I live by that J line, right? Like I went through that, so hopefully you don't have to. Um, but let's keep rolling, let's keep rolling. All right, so this is what it will look like, right? When you put that order in, you put that limit of $7. This is exactly what's gonna look like. So I'm taking one contract at the 172.50 uh, call. Uh, it's a weekly, right? Because they're looking at it like that's a few weeks away. Um, again, I'm doing it for my day and this is what it equals, right? This is what it will cost me, $700. And then obviously the brokerage is gonna take their commission fee. And so it would cost me $700.65. $700 that's if I was 
filled at that uh, bid price. A lot of times you won't get filled at the bid price, but again, be patient. Sometimes you do, right? You might put this limit, the asset might drop in price and you're filled and it might go below your, your limit price. And so that's key to know too, right? So stick to your script, know what your limit is and do not budge on that limit. All right, so, friends, uh, Lawrence, you want to go here? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, go. yeah. So I'm just, I'm just gonna say this real quick. So now I've extended. So it's the same page. It's still TD Ameritrade, but now I've changed the expiration date. And so now it's not a month away; it's two years away. And so now look at the the prices uh, for these the the option calls, right? Like look at the call prices here. This is not twenty nine dollars and fifty cents. This is two thousand nine hundred fifty dollars. That's the bid, right? Because the likelihood of Apple hitting this strike, which it already did today, is very likely. The likelihood of it hitting these numbers are very likely. So when people go out further, yeah, it's gonna cost you more because the chances of it happening plus the time that it has to do it are highly likely and it doesn't work in the brokerage's favor, so they're gonna charge a premium for it, but you got it. Yeah, so yeah, it's gonna be more expensive when you actually buy further out options like this for 2024. Um, it's imperative as well that you notice as well that the bid and ask uh, difference is a little bit uh, wider than what you may have saw uh, with the previous slide. Um, a lot of times there's always not really uh, as much demand when it comes to these type of options. We're going to cover that with open interest um, and implied volatility and volume. Um, that's important to understand that what Troy just said, there's a reason why these are more expensive than previously. These are more expensive. Why? because it's more likely um, that Apple actually hits these numbers. Now, if someone is a longer term investor, uh, this may be a, a better option for you. Um, if you're not someone that is going to do the shorter term trading, if you're someone that's gonna do a lot of the longer term trading, this can really be great for you uh, to be able to look at positions like this on companies like this, um, because this can set you up better. Um, and you're not looking at it every single day. And also the short-term volatility in the markets doesn't really affect options like this that's dated out till 2024. And that's, that's important to understand. Those January 28th, 2022, if Apple has you know, a bad day, you're gonna significantly see that um, hurt on your calls. But in January 19th, 2024, Apple has a bad day, it's not gonna really affect these premiums. So it's kind of important to understand that you're playing a long-term game um, and these cost more money um, and so, yep. Yeah. And I know people hear the word long term and they think options. And I'm like, well, in the options trading, long term would be two and a half to three years. Um, and then we'll talk about maybe I should give away that game today. Right. How to turn into a long term investment. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's keep rolling, though. All right. So this is an actual option chain. And Lawrence, I'm going to let you go crazy here because yesterday you went crazy with this. So I'm going to let you go crazy. So explain to them exactly what they're seeing here. For sure. Nah, perfect. So you we pulled up now Apple January 19th, uh, 2024. So it's 761 days till expiration. So we have the expiration date. We have the calls. We have the uh, bid and ask spread. So let's take a look. So if you look on the call side here, you have uh, calls listed all the way from the 50 call. So that's a deep in the money call. So imagine people who have been holding these $100 calls, $50 calls, $115. 125. All of these people are now in the money and they have all the way until 2024. So what does that mean? That means what? They have intrinsic value. 
So it's important and it's important to really understand and pay attention to two things, volume and open interest. A lot of times people will say like, how do I get my strike? Where should I be looking for my strike volume? You want to pay attention to the volume. So just because an option is in the money doesn't necessarily mean that that's an option that you want to purchase. You try to look for the options that have the highest volume and highest open interest. Why is that key? Because options increase not just because the stock price increased, but they increase because of something called Vega, which is implied volatility, IV. So the increase in demand for your option can actually cause that options price to actually increase. So for example, in the, in the money, if you look at the 150 call, it has a volume. So what is volume? Let's talk about volume. The total amount of contracts traded at that given day. Open interest, the total amount of contracts open at that given strike. So you have 11,000 open interest. So the amount of contracts that are actually open. So a lot of times, and I see a question that just came in, what is considered high volume? A lot of times anything pretty much over 500, a lot of times considered a little bit higher on the volume. It also depends on what particular options chain that you're looking at. Uh, the S&P 500 is the most liquid options chain out there. A lot of times how we're looking here, we're seeing like 72, 20, 58. You won't see that on the S&P 500. You'll see volume of 5,000, 10,000, open interest of 20,000 and 30,000. Mm -hmm. S&P 500 is actively traded. Yeah, and, and I, I just want to note too, right? Since we're so far out, you're not going to see those type of numbers. But if we had opened uh, that Apple uh, January 28th call, you would see those type of numbers, right? So you'll see the 20,000s because it's so, that's very uh, in the near future, right? This is so far out that most people aren't looking at these. But I will say, if you look at that 200, right? You see that volume over, over 500 right now and a lot of open interest there. So somebody was thinking on the same wavelength that we were. When we said, all right, well, this is how we got our strike here, because if it just does 10 percent over the next two years, each year, it's 211 to be our number and we went below it. So, yeah. So, now, nah, that's key because you want to pay attention to the options that have, you know, a high volume and high open interest, particularly like Troy just said, that 200. So like one thing that I will say is, is that institutions try to hide a lot of information. One thing that you can't hide is you can't hide money flow. You can't hide where money is flowing into. And that's what you can see from volume and open interest is where is money flowing into. The key to really a lot of times understanding, you know, where stock is heading to is seeing, hey, where are the bets being placed? Mm -hmm. Obviously, we're seeing a lot of bets being placed at that 200 call for Apple. And so the open interest in a volume a lot of times can express and show you that. Um, you're also seeing here similar. You're seeing the bid ask spread. Um, so you're seeing that difference of so the bid, obviously, the price that you're bidding at the ask, you don't want to use that price. Um, if you get filled at the ask, you're more than likely going to be down instantaneously. So the volume is the total amount of contracts being traded at that given time. Then the open interest is the total amount of contracts actually opened at that time. So, yep. All right. So why are people trading options? <clears throat> this is very important. This is very important, right? And so a lot of people have heard the numbers. They've seen some of the percentages. They see people putting up their numbers on Instagram and social media, right? It's because the growth of the option contract is different from the growth of the asset, right? And so this is key. And you have to remember this trend is your friend, right? And so the asset just needs to trend towards 
your call or your puts strike price. And so I'm gonna give you an example here, right? So if Apple stock, which trades right now at $175.87, if it grows to $192, that's a 10% increase on your investment. So if you bought this, this, the shares or you bought the stock at that number and it grew to $192, that's a 10% increase. If you bought a bid at $7, like we just showed you earlier, and you, it was filled at $7 or $700, that price grows as the asset grows. So if the, if the bid grows to $10.50 or $1,000, $1,050, you've made 50% on your investment. And so obviously that's a 40% difference. And so people find it way more attractive to be in options because the growth potential is just a little bit more, well, a lot more uh, than you could if you just invested in the asset itself. What's best? Why not do both, right? Why not buy the stock and also have a call or a put to protect yourself and hedge yourself against any pullback on, on the asset itself? And so this is very key, right? That, that's a huge difference. And this is when it gets people's eyes open. They're like, how do you do 10%? How do you do 100? How do you do 1,000%? This is why, because we get bids and we keep them at our limits and we keep them long-term and we are patient with them. We'll let them grow. And we also, this is key, and I want everybody to remember this, right? And this, I'm going to take Charlie's analogy. When you go to the movie theater, before the movie starts, the first thing they do is tell you where the exits are. And so I want you to treat your portfolio the same way. Don't get into a position before you know where you're going to exit, whether it's a percentage or whether it's a dollar amount. And so when people ask, well, when should I sell? When should I sell? You can sell whenever you want, right? Whenever your exit strategy was, that's what you should stick to. And so if you made 20% and 20% was your exit, leave at 20, right? Now the pain will hurt when you see it go to 100, but you got to be comfortable with knowing like that was my plan. I'm sticking to it. And so people just have to remember that because you do that consistently. Like we shouldn't slouch at 20%. That's a great return, right? It's just that people get enticed when they see that, oh, wait, there's so much more potential. But as you get more experience and more seasoned trading, you'll see that, all right, well, that was my exit this time. What will I do next time? What's going to be my alternative? What have I learned from that investment going forward? Yeah, and I, I even wanted to uh, touch on this because I think this is, I think this is important because uh, it's good to have a daily goal, especially if you're someone who's doing a shorter term options trading. I know a lot of people are. A lot of times your daily goal can keep you out of trouble um, and, and take this from someone that, you know, has lost money trading options in a short term basis before um, sticking to a daily goal. And then also having like a goal, like a percentage goal is really, really key. A lot of times we get into these trades and I see a lot of times people are up, you know, 500% and they're DMing me. They're asking me, what should I do? Should I sell? Like, I'm, I'm like, guys, come on, 500%. I mean, I don't know where they're doing that at. Uh, tell me. So the thing is, is guys, be willing to take profit and don't be greedy. Uh, please don't be greedy. Be willing to take profit. And if you have multiple options and you see a over 100% return, there's nothing wrong with using the 50 rule. What is the 50 rule? So if, if Troy has 10 options and they've went up 100%, there's nothing wrong with him taking five and leaving five runners to say, hey, you know, I, I can take these five off the table and I can leave the other five. So the 50 rule is something that I really want to apply. Um, I apply it all the time. You never lose money taking profits. Um, and I tell people that the 50 rule can really keep a lot of people out of trouble, especially with the short term options or with the longer term options to make sure that you're taking your profits um, and securing your bag. 
Yeah, that's important. I know, uh, shout out to Ben. That's something that he does, right? If he buys 10 contracts, he takes profit. I'll sell five and I'll let five keep going. Um, and so that's a great strategy. I think that's an amazing strategy. And a lot of people get caught up. Like, can I sell before my strike date? Uh, before my expiration date? Yes, you can sell before your expiration date. Can I take profit? You can take profit whenever you want, right? That, that's up to you. But again, create your strategy. Know what your strategy is. So when it hits your number, you're, you're okay with it and you're taking profit. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you do have taxes, oh, yeah. um, short-term capital gains tax if you if you sell a position um, under a year. And if you keep it for longer than a year, it's long-term capital gains. So long-term year capital. Year Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, long-term capital gains is lower than short-term capital gains. So that is something to just, you know, at least know, at least be aware of something that you might want to take into consideration. You might not want to take into consideration, but. Please do. <laughs> so I just want to go back here really quickly. Just let me go back here really quickly. I'm going to give you some game real quick. Merry Christmas. Nah, so a lot of people talk about long-term investing. They're saying, look, if you, you invest in options, it's not long-term investing. I'm going to show you how you can turn it into long-term investing. And friends, uh, Lawrence, we spoke about this and um, you were like, yeah, this is exactly how you do it. And so here's what happened. This is actually in my account right now. So in a maybe May 2020, I bought five contracts of AMD at a 75 call, right? So it was a call. I said, it's going to appreciate. So at the time it was $57. I said, all right, well, I'm looking at the fundamentals. I looked at the technicals. I said, all right, we're in Corona. This is a semiconductor. We love semiconductors. That's why we keep talking about them. Hint, hint. Uh, I'm like 75. That's my call for January, 2022. So I gave myself at least 18 to 19 months for this contract to mature. However, AMD has run up. The actual stock itself has run up. And so obviously as the stock runs up, so does my intrinsic value of my contracts. And so that's run up pretty nicely. I think AMD hit a high of 163. Did it get up to 163? Am I correct on that? Yeah, so it's an all-time high. I want to say like 163. Like 163, all right? And so remember, my call was at 75. And so here's what I did. I had the right to, right? I exercised the contract. And so if I have five contracts, and you don't even have to exercise all five, I chose to. The key thing is when I exercise, I have to have the money in my account to buy those shares. So here's how this looks. I exercised all five contracts at $75. And so 500 shares, right, at $25, at $75, because I have the right to buy it at that, is going to cost me $35,000. Luckily, I had a great year. Right? So I had the 35, but I didn't have to. I could have just did the, the 500, would have cost me 7,500. And I'm like, okay, bet. And somebody's like, wait, that's a lot of money. And that's a waste of money. How is this long-term investing? Well, here's why. Today, if you try to buy 500 shares of AMD, it would cost you $71,500. Why? Because you don't have the option to buy it at 75. I did that. So I have the right to do it at $75. So here's the difference, right? It's right now at $143. I'm taking it. Uh, 75 is which my, my call, my contract was at. So there's a difference of $68. So when I exercise this contract, as soon as I exercise it, each share has a $68 in value, right? So I bought them at 75. As soon as I exercised the contract, those 500 shares now each have $68 in value. So that easy math right there for you. 500 shares times $68 is $34,000. So 
Now the 35,000 that I spent doesn't look as crazy because I already have 34,000 in value as soon as I exercise it. But that's not the best part. Let me go to, uh, let me go here. Let's go to bar chart. Let's go to bar chart. Everybody can still see my screen? Yes, sir. Let's look at the history of the performance of AMD, right? Let's look what it's done over the past 20 years. Let's look what it's done over the past 10 years. Let's look what it's done over the past five years, three years, two years. Guess what I now have? I have 500 shares of AMD that I can have for the rest of my life, right? I don't have an expiration date anymore. I now have 500 shares clear and free. What can I do with that? I could pass that down. I could add to it. I can make it another position where I'm like, all right, I want to do a thousand shares of this company. Okay. I heard my brother Ian say, look, AMD is going to be 312 by, Jan by January 24th. So you're looking at a guy who got them at $75 and I have 500 shares, that potential growth. And obviously we speak about semiconductors and supply chain shortage and how that's going to correct itself in either the second half of 2022 or the beginning of 2023. Either way, I'm still going to be patient because now I have 500 shares long-term. And so when people talk about options and they say, oh, it's not really a long-term investment, it can be if you get the asset at a valued price and it grows over the time of your contract. So it went from one foot. It's not showing. Oh, it's not showing that? Yeah, it's not showing. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to share the right thing. New share. My bad, y'all. Y'all can see it now? Yes, sir. You see the, the bar chart? Yes, sir. All right, so we're looking at here. 570%, right? We're looking at 2,000%, 1,000%, not doubt, percentage, 700, 225. And so like, if just based on that growth, even if it grows 10% a year, I don't ever have to sell those 500 shares, right? I could pass those 100 shares. I can give those 100 shares, 500 shares. And so now that option, that was a two-year option, right? On my expiration date now becomes a long-term investment inside of my portfolio. So that's another strategy like people really don't talk about, but they should. And a lot of times you, you if you go to YouTube and you go to, they'll tell you like 99% of the times you shouldn't exercise your contract. That's true if you're doing short term. But in these rare situations where the asset has grown and it's hit all time highs and your contract is so low, it kind of makes sense to exercise it uh, because you have the long term shares for the rest of your life. I'm also, this is true. I'm also, I also have a 510. This is game. I never told anybody this. I have a 510 Tesla call for January 23, right? So I can buy 100 shares of Tesla at $500 today if I wanted to, right? I'd have to have the money. Let's say Tesla runs to 1,500. Each one of those 100 shares has now gained $1,000, right? If Tesla gets to 15, 1,500 at some point over the next 12 months, right? Because it's so volatile and trades like that. Could it happen? Yeah. If it gets to 1,200, guess what? Each share now has $700. So now I have 700 <laughs> shares that all each have gained $700 in value. I'm up 70,000. So these are some of the ways and some of the strategies that you can turn your option contract into a long-term situation. Now, there are some things that you need to know, right? So the money you spent for the contract, right? Sometimes, and a lot of times, and if, uh, Lawrence, you probably could explain even more, the interest value is lost, right? You, you can't, you don't get the money that you paid for the contract. It becomes part of of the fees that you do for exercising it but when you think long term right maybe it was i think that amd call was like four thousand dollars 
long term, that $4,000 going to come back? Yeah, the market goes up, AMD goes up. And like I said, let's say it gets to 200, 300. I'm sitting here pretty with 500 shares. I'm not thinking about the 3,000 that I paid to actually get the contracts. So that's another little strategy. Most people don't talk about it. I'm telling you because I did it. And I did it with Apple too. That's how I explained that last year. I got my uh, 600 shares of Apple. I did the same thing. Apple split. Um, I was like, oh, this is perfect. I can get uh, I can get a 500, 600 shares at $100. Perfect. Now, when it was $127 at the time, I'm like, all right, that's not That's pretty cool. Interesting value is there. But now that Apple has run up to 175 and I got them at 100, now you got 600 shares that each gained $75. And so that's just like another little strategy, y'all. Yep. Whole lot of game, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, 90 minutes, man. It's uh, We're not done yet, but it's definitely going to be saved. I've seen some people asking, is it going to be saved on YouTube? Yes, it's going to be saved on YouTube. So watch the replay. We talked about Greeks earlier in the presentation. So or everything that you probably have questions about was probably covered over the course of the 90 minutes. Um, but we're going to answer some questions. But before we do, once again, um, just wanted to just kind of let you guys know what's going on here. So EYL University, this is, we do classes um, every single week, but we're actually adding something to EYL University. You want to tell them now? Yeah. Got to do my breaking, breaking news alert. <laughs> Y'all ready for this? Okay, I'm let you do it. Oh, I'll let you, I'll let you do it. Nah, go ahead, man. Let's get there. I mean, you know, you know the full details. <laughs> All right, so let, let me break this down. So obviously, um, Lawrence has been a part of EYL University. He's been teaching uh, the third Wednesdays of each month. But he said, you know what? I got a, a call in some, and I got asked, do I want to teach? And he's, you know, he was like, yeah, I want to teach. But I don't want to teach at Stanford. I don't want to teach at Yale or Harvard. I want to teach at EYL University. And so who are we not to oblige when we have a prodigy like this? And so Fran, uh, Lawrence, I keep saying Fran, Lawrence is going to do something special. He's going to be teaching every Monday and every Wednesday starting in January 2022. That's not it, though. Every Monday at noon, he will be trading live with you in EYL University. Live, like actually as the market is open, he'll be in there. And he'll be guiding and he'll be teaching as the market's open, trading with you on Wednesdays at six. Wednesdays at six. Shout out to Ransom Gems. I know that drops. He will be teaching live Wednesdays at six to EYL University earners. Every third Wednesday, he will still be doing his class. He is a full time professor and a contributor to EYL. This is his chaining day. Everybody, Put the graduation caps in the chat. Lawrence is officially EYL Lawrence. He's officially part of the team. Everybody give him a warm welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. And so, yeah, he's definitely a tenured, a tenured professor. And we do all, we do all, a lot of different stuff at EYL University. We do crypto. We do investing, um, credit, um, real estate. So, you know, have different professionals come teach classes. And one of the things that we're going to do for 2022 is have um, a few people actually teach like, more than like one class every three months like they might teach like you know twice a month or even every single week possibly so um that's something that you know is broad range like i said covering from credit to real estate and um you know of course stocks investing we've been doing that so it's just you know just adding on to that and uh, we felt lawrence was the perfect person to you know to to uh spearhead that for us so i'll be in you know what 
January third is the first one. I'm gonna be in there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm there. Appreciate that. So, Ernest, you, I'm there. So, if you're not part of EYL University, man, I'm telling you, it's 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 the fastest growing online community for everything. It's not a it's not just an investment group. It's a financial institution. Cover every single thing possible. So, once again, I put the link up. Go to eyluniversity.com. We're running the sale, flash sale, twenty four hour flash sale. Mm. Might extend it to forty eight hours. But you no, know we could do. We can call up some of our group chat friends. And have them come as well. Yeah, you never know who we, we could get anybody to come. So 65% <laughs> off, know. 65% off um, for the whole entire year. It's like $700 for the whole entire year. And uh, it covers all of those things that we just talked about and more. So if you want to join, click the link. Love to have you on the other side. And we got some physical events too. We're going to be doing some things for EYL University. Uh, we talked about a couple of days ago. So, you know, we really want to make it more of a community type of vibe. And it's something that we're really looking forward to in 2022, just expanding the vibe. So, yeah, for sure. So part of the part of the class is that, you know, you get to ask questions. So this, um, like I said, this, this went a little longer than we probably thought. So the questions might be a little bit shorter, but now we're going we're gonna to go to some earners for some questions and, um, you know, answer some questions for a couple yeah, of minutes. Yeah, the class is going to be, he's going to be, uh, it's 12 noon every Monday, right? Yep, 12 noon every Monday. And um, we'll be we'll be talking live. So we, it'll be right in the middle of the market day, uh, catching a lot of people on the lunch breaks in the middle of the day. I figured that'd be like the best time uh, even kill. So yep. yeah, that's a fact. I'm, when we had the conversation, like, I think that's the best time because people on their lunch breaks, they can actually sit down at their computers. They could actually focus. And so I think that was, I mean, that, that was pretty thoughtful of you. And that's the truth. They think I'm capping, but we really had this conversation. Like they were like, you should actually teach at a, at a university. And you told like, tell them like, you really said yeah, no. Nah, 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 nah. Like I, it was like, I had the conversation and you know, uh, my girl, she asked me, she said, you know, like, could you see yourself teaching at a university? And I said, I mean, I, I couldn't see myself teaching at a college and sticking to, you know, just like a book or something like the knowledge that I have, like, for me, it's like it's I'm really passionate to share with people because I can see like how it can like directly change like your life. Like the the stock market, honestly, like really changed my entire life. So like I wanted to continue to change other people's lives. So whatever way I could really give as much information as possible, whether it's hitting people midday, hitting people early morning, hitting people late at night, whatever it is, it's like I'm willing to do it. So, yep. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And yes, that's Eastern Standard Time, y'all. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eastern so, Standard Time. Appreciate that, brother. Um, oh, let's go to some. How how old are you, Lawrence? And I'm tw- I just turned 22 in October. Yeah. Prodigy. When we, when we say prodigy, we really mean it. 22, 22 yeah. years old. Prodigy. Different, different. All right, let's go to let's go to some of our earners. Uh, let's see. Is Jan here? Jan might not be here. Uh, Victor, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Hey, I'm here. <laughs> what's going on? Hey, what's up? I'm actually surprised uh, I, got, I got picked, but uh, but thank you. Um, yeah. So so my question was, um, so I was doing long term uh, stock stock investing for a while. I mean, shout out to y'all because you know, listening to y'all for a year and stuff. Um, you know, definitely learned learned that's the way to do it and stuff. Um, but looking to get into options and and trying that same approach, you know, the long term um, long term calls. But I was, I haven't made the the decision to do it yet because um, right now the market is, a, is at all time high, number one. So maybe waiting for some better premiums. But number two, what's a good technique that you guys use for 
for picking your strike prices. Um, I, I know one gentleman who who was on your um, on one of the episodes one time. He had said like 1.5 times the growth over the last yeah, yeah, year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, something of that sort. And then that's how you choose the strike price. But but what do you guys use for like choosing your strike prices? Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna be honest, like for me, like for example, uh with a stock like Apple that's at like 175 right now. Um, a lot of times what what I personally will do is like I only buy in the money options. So like for me, I don't buy out the money options. Uh, you know, I argue against it. So for me, my strategy is I like to a lot of times go at least two to three in the money. So for example, the stock's at 175. There's obviously going to be a 172.5, 170, 167.5, 165. A lot of times I try to aim to go at least two to three options in the money, but I also am looking at the volume and open interest. I like to see the options that, you mm -hmm. know, have the highest amount of volume and open interest. Um, and those are the options that I usually target. Um, even with the leap options, a lot of times I like to get like an at the money strike. So like if the stock's at 175, I may go and get that 175 strike for 2024. Um, my biggest thing when it comes to options is like, you wanna get the most intrinsic value. Like a lot of times the out the money strategies, even if you have a leap, for example, you know, I look, you know, a lot of times I look at a lot of people's portfolios, they'll share things with me. The number one loser in everyone's portfolio that I've seen is Art KKK. That's the number one loser across the board. And it's people who've had leap options on RKKK and they've had out the money leaps. So the thing is, is that even though you get an out the money contract and it may be far away from expiring, does not guarantee that you're actually gonna go ahead and profit. So buying a leap option does not guarantee profit. And what I wanna say is, is that when it comes to your strike price, try to get as close to the money as possible. And if you can't get in the money, you know, try to, you know, keep it at like that 177.5, 180. You just don't want to be leaping and in, in, in getting 240s and 220s when a stock is at 170. Um, you want to protect yourself. So, yep. Yeah, I think all those things are key. I'm always looking at the past performance and calculating, right? Well, I just showed you that the Apple situation, right? We just didn't guess 200. Uh, we were kind of saying that because if you take the 10%, if you just look at it moving 10% based on what it's done in the past, I mean, you can kind of get the gauge on where you it could be headed. And what I think Lauren says is important, man. I always, 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 I always check the volume and I always check the open interest because that'll tell you a barometer of like, all right, well, this is kind of where the market, the money's moving um, for this option. Um, and there's a couple of other things um, that, I, that I use as well. I, I check the history of the option. Um, I know in E-Trade, when you go into details, you can check the history of the option. You can see where it originated. And based on where it's originated, you can get a gauge of where it was at its all-time high. And even when it's there, I'm like, all right, well, I don't want to buy anything at a premium. If the, the option contract originated at $20 and it ran up to 40, I want to wait till it pulls down to 18, right? Because I just want to have, like you said, I want to have my built-in intrinsic value before I get into the position. So that's another little strategy you can use. That's a lot, Victor. You okay? <laughs> nah, yeah, I was just taking some notes now. Um, <laughs> No, that's definitely great. And, and that's what I've been learning recently, too. Yeah, at the money or in the money is, is just safer and um, uh, just guaranteeing that that you can definitely, uh, you know, secure that you're going to make some money and not lose that premium. Yeah. And we talked about singular positions, but 
I mean, the safest thing um, that we do is we invest in ETFs. Like, so we, you can have option contracts on ETFs. And so we definitely have them on XLK and SMH and XLY, um, QQQ. So we definitely have them on our all-star teams as well. They don't move as fast, but, but if you get them at the right price, right <laughs> price, um, definitely could have some value for sure. Yeah, I can't, say nothing, I can't say nothing about ETFs after uh, um, the Apollo. <laughs> I saw those oh, yeah. numbers. Man. <laughs> don't, don't tell anybody. I ain't got it. <laughs> no, I ain't telling nobody. You had to be there. What happened at the Apollo, you know, you had to be there. That's a but fact. Then, I ain't got it, bro. You know the rules. <laughs> <laughs> word, word, word. I right, appreciate you, you, bro. Word. Yes. The classes for EY University are recorded. I saw somebody ask that question. They're all recorded and archived. All right, let's go to Melissa Kingston. Melissa, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Oh, oh now nah, you got to unmute yourself. You, you There you go. Hi. What's up? Nice to meet you. Um, new in the university, just joined about three weeks ago. Um, so I'm just learning everything brand new um question if for beginners and options where and what is the best place to start in to invest uh in options yes like um, platform platform wise yeah yeah, uh uh-huh um well i mean i guess you know i I personally use td ameritrade i think they i like their, their user interface um, not to say that, you know, I'm not like saying that that's the only place to go, but that's what I personally use for my option uh, trading. I like TD. I, I use Fidelity too, but I just like TD's user interface better and a couple other reasons, but I just like TD Ameritrade. Yeah. And, and another question, when it comes to taxes, um, I, uh, can uh, and we invest as individuals or we will have to do through as a brokers? or create a business, work as a business? Yeah, um, and so you can, dip, I mean, you could do it yourself, right? If you open your own brokerage account, you could do it yourself. That's a good question though. Like a lot of people, um, and this is something that we've learned over the past couple years or so is like, look, we should probably maybe start investing from your, uh, an LLC um, yeah. because it, as you accumulate more assets, you wanna protect those assets. And so uh, one of the strategies to do is create an LLC um, and trade out of that. And so that's just another little tidbit that you yeah. can use when trading. You, you're saying, yeah, Lawrence? Yeah, nah, it's really good to trade out of an LLC. Um, I personally do uh, trade out of trade out of an LLC. Um, it's, it's good on the tax side. Um, I, I like, you can set up uh, trading out of LLC uh, really with CD Ameritrade and most platforms. So I, I think it's beneficial. Yeah, and as far as the, the brokerage, uh, I use uh, E-Trade to trade uh, for the most part, just because I like I like their interface. Um, and when I have to do research, I use them. I started with TD Ameritrade. That one's very, very, very easy to, to look at and see and do research as well. Um, can't go wrong with either, in my opinion. Um, and I also have a Fidelity. I'm, I'm blaming that on, on Shadi. Um, and if you're at the Apollo, you understand why. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Appreciate you, Melissa, thank where are you from? I'm from Panama. But I'm ah, living in the United States. <laughs> love it, love it. Shout out to all, all, everybody in shout Panama. Out shout out to our boy Panama. Yeah, shout out to Panama. Panama, and shout out to all the Panamanians in Brooklyn. Thank you. <laughs> Have a good night. It's saying bye. All right. 
Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Uh, I'm going down the list here. Let's go to Brandy. Brandy, we coming to you. I'm telling you in advance, Brandy, because we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on, Brandy? Guys, what you guys doing? Oh, Brandy. <laughs> well, actually, I'm using my it's it, it's my wife um, email, so it's 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 all good. Got you, it's all good. Love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's your name? Yeah, I, uh, my name is uh, David. David. What's Fine. up? What? All right, David. What's going on? Yeah, man. Well, um, um, I just joined you guys. Um, like I think it was like uh, three weeks ago. And welcome, man, welcome. I, welcome man. I love you guys, man. You you guys do good, do good work. I'm telling you, man. Appreciate appreciate that, brethren. Yeah, yeah. Um, I joined E Trade. I'm just asking like a question right now because I joined E Trade uh, a few few months back. Right, uh, few months back now is like I say probably like six months or so. And when I go in, I buy, I, um, I, I join it with, uh, with $500. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you end up, but I, I earn a lot on that. I earn like, uh, probably 500 and some dollars. Cause when, when I, when I, when I go and check on it, it was at a thousand dollars. And, okay. um, what I want to ask you guys, if I want to say, um, say I want to, um, like, make an exit, how do I go about doing that? How do you exit out of out of your brokerage account or your your trade? Trade. Like so how, you bought, how do you sell it? Yeah, you bought stock or like what you do? Stock yeah, or I bought, option? I bought, I bought them stock. I bought them stock. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you just sell. Yeah. Go to the sell feature. The mm-hmm. sell. Yeah, just sell it. I, I'm I'm really new to this. I don't really. All right, listen. Understand. I'm a, I'm gonna help you out since you knew. Don't even worry yeah. about selling it. Just hold on to it. what 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 company was it? Uh, it was uh, I, I going to it was GameStop, oh, and um, GameStop. Uh, GameStop. All right. uh, <laughs> Lawrence, I'll let you I'll let you take this one. What do you, what, what do you think about GameStop? Uh. Um, I mean, um, so the real technical reason why GameStop is up as much is, um, it's a low amount of shares. Uh, you had a lot of institutions who shorted the stock. In my opinion, um, I I I would sell GameStop. So I would go ahead and take the profits. Um, I know a lot of people said it's going to a thousand and this and that, but you know, I don't want (laughs) to rain on anybody's parade, but that ain't happening. Um, so yeah, I, w- I would sell it. Um, I think you said you're in E-Trade. Yeah, so, E-Trade, yeah. Yep, so I would uh, go open up and um, actually hit open order. Uh, go yeah. ahead and hit the sell. Um, and actually, if you wanna even call the broker, you can actually call customer service True. and get a broker on the line and the broker can yeah. actually do that transaction for you um, and go ahead and clear that. So if you don't know how to do it, just call the customer service, say, can yeah. I speak to a broker? Uh, get the broker on the line and tell them, um, and they'll go ahead and execute and sell those off. So um, I will just, uh, that's what I would say to do. And then yeah. in the meantime, uh, make sure that you're tapping in here. 
um, and we'll go over, you know, order execution and things um, to really kind of uh, help some people out. Because I, I realized the biggest thing is a lot of people know what moves they want to make, but as far as the actual execution. Um, so th that's what I'll be here for to help with that execution. So make sure it's happening in here as much as possible. Okay. David, yeah. appreciate you. Appreciate you. And that's another thing what uh, E-Trade too, I'm glad you said that. The customer service is really good. Like really, really good. Um, uh, I had some issues with TD Ameritrade. They had me on hold for like two hours once. Um, E-Trade, they respond either through email or like they'll send you a, a message through text or something like that. Pretty pretty fast, pretty fast. So uh, shout out to E-Trade. All right, let's go to Yasmin. Shout out to uh, Brandy and David. Yasmin, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Um, can you hear me? I can hear you. What's yeah. going on? Okay. So, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. You got you, you got the background. You got to turn you got to turn the oh, Jodeci so down a little bit. Turn Jodeci <laughs> down a little bit. I'm sorry. Um, so just like uh, can't get to Alexa that quick. Um, so just like the other guy, I'm new to the uh, EYL. I appreciate you guys so much. Um, and I look forward to uh. Lawrence teaching us because that's exactly what my question was. Is that um, I download Weeble and Coinbase to um, start my trading with, but I don't know what to do. So I'm going to be following. Uh, that's, that's perfect. You're in the perfect place. Execute. There you go. I said you're in the perfect place. Um, and so you have an account open already? Uh, oh, you chopping up. I do. Okay, perfect. So I'm so, in there. I'm ready to go. Get rid of Coinbase. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get rid of. I heard. And now I'm like, that's actually where I put most of my money. So now I'm like, how do I get out of there and transfer it to Webull or someplace else? Yeah. So one one of the biggest things, and um, definitely, I'll definitely be bringing this to the university as well too, is making sure that you have a ledger. Like I, I stress the importance of leaving no crypto on any platform, Coinbase, crypto.com. It doesn't matter the name of the platform. You need to make sure that you have your own cold storage wallet and secure it on there. You don't want to leave it on any platform. I've seen year after year since I've stepped into the crypto space in 2017. Um, I've seen year after year people getting accounts hacked, people taking people's money and, and it's just not it's just not right. So do not buy a ledger from Amazon only on ledger.com. And that's something that I'll be bringing to the university of making sure that we're properly securing our crypto. Um, so, yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you, Asmi. Have a good night and happy holidays. Same to you. Thanks. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. How many more you want to do, man? Let's go to Tiara. Tiara, I'm coming to you. I hope you're ready. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. Tiara, what's going on? How y'all doing? Um, this is so exciting to be on here right now with you guys. Um, I just want to say I appreciate everything you do. Um, I've been trading options for a little bit, and I know we talked a little bit about the Greeks, but I was wondering if we can go into it a little more. Yeah, so... Um, no pads ready. Here we go. Yeah, so <laughs> let's, let's, get, let's get into it. So... All right, so you got Delta. So Delta is the amount per dollar that you make when the option increases. Theta is the time decay. Theta is the amount that you pay per day to actually hold that option. So the 2024 call options have less Theta. So the thing is, is that when you're losing money because of Theta, so this is why 
when you buy an option, let's say you buy a call option on Apple at 170, and let's say Apple goes down to $2 to 168, and then it comes back up to 170. Some people think that they're going to be back to even. That ain't going to happen. The mm. stock is actually going to have to go to potentially maybe like 171, 170.5 for you to actually be back at even. Now, the thing is that the main Greeks that you want to focus on is that in the money options actually have higher deltas. In the money options have higher deltas and lower theta. Out the money options have higher thetas and lower deltas. So that is one of the main things that you want to focus on. Now, other Greeks that we want to talk about, we want to talk about Vega. Vega actually is what makes up implied volatility. Implied volatility is IV. So people make money off of options. So for example, Troy's options that he had on AMD, the 75 call, he made money not just because AMD's stock price increased, but also the IV increase. What makes up IV, which is also equivalent to Vega? It's actually demand. What makes up demand? Demand, open interest. I will say this, open interest and volume. Uh, this is really key, open interest and volume actually makes up demand so i tell people this a lot of times demand will actually bid up and actually push your options contracts value up higher so you have open interest um, you have volume these things tie in with vega which is iv vega is a greek um, i tell people uh, that this is really really important for us to be paying attention and watching um, vega is is key is a key greek Delta is a key Greek, theta is a uh, key Greek, and then also you have gamma. So gamma, when you take a look, gamma is what actually influences the change of price of delta. So gamma actually influences that. So where you hear people say, oh, a gamma squeeze is about to happen. This is where I say a lot of times gamma squeeze come when stock prices push up and a gamma squeeze can push that delta actually higher. So this is key. Uh, when paying attention to the Greeks. The quickest way to really understand the Greeks is when you buy in the money options, you're, you actually have less theta. And so where, like, who actually makes money off of theta? People who sell options. So this is key, I'm gonna give this gem away. People who have more than 100 shares of any company can actually sell options and they make money off of theta. So when you're losing value because of theta, understand that the seller is actually making money which is why what I tell people when options expire worthless, there was a winner. The winner was the seller. So right. option contracts when you buy are actually theta negative, but actually when you're a seller of options, they're theta positive. So what does that mean? So theta positive means that you actually gain value from actually selling options when the strike price, when you actually go further away. So this is kind of like giving you an idea of the Greeks. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about in the money and out the money options a lot here yeah. in EYL. So, yep. Yeah. So those are like cover calls and spreads and things like that. That's more of an advanced conversation. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's giving you the game already. <laughs> there you have it. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you can tell he knows his stuff because that's stuff that, you know, he just. Thank you, Tara. Off the top of his head, it's not like he's like reading the script. So, uh, you know, going through all of those Greeks and giving detailed explanations, got to really study this stuff. So, you know, obviously dedicated a lot of time to learning um, the language of investing. Very, very important. 
So let's get one more question before we before let's we wrap. It, let's this. do it. They like he's really twenty two. Nah, he's like he's really twenty two, y'all. He's really twenty two. Uh, let's go to let's do this. Let's go to Wesley. Wesley, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? No fridge breaks. It's going on at ten o'clock hour here in in New York. No fridge breaks. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's going What's on? What's going on, Wesley? What's going? You know, um, I definitely appreciate y'all. You know, I caught I caught the Black Friday sale. Um, so I'm 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 fairly new. I'm trying to trying to catch up. You know, definitely with the break you guys got going. So, uh, my my question is, um, what with the clash, uh, Lawrence is going to be doing. You know, is he going to be like starting? uh like from the beginning as far as like i know he's, i know you guys are doing like stock options today which is more like advanced people have been people that has been trading but are you guys looking to do um like like the like the beginning part of it like you know like stocks and then you know moving on up like as each class goes along and yeah, things like that I'll, I'll take the first part and then I'll, I'll let lawrence answer so part part of it is that we have a club so we have a an investment club a stock a club and so he's part of that as well and so it's a whole community of people that are learning on the fly and it, it depends on what stage you're at. And there's a lot of people who are at beginner stage, like you, you said you are. Um, so it becomes a community inside that community. There's people giving information and helping you along the way. Obviously, uh, Lawrence is going to be there as well. I'll let him talk about what he'll be doing, but you got to remember the community aspect of it too. Somebody is sitting um, in front of their computer right now and sitting in front of their TV right now with the same thought process. Like I'm a beginner. And so when like-minded people come together as in, as an individual, as a collective community, it's a, it's a very special thing here at EYL University. But yeah, but then you know, I'm sure it's going to be different classes too. So, you know, yeah. it might be a beginner's, definitely probably going to be a beginner's class. Mm -hmm. um, like, you know, a beginner's class, a charting 101 class, like, you know, because everybody's at different stages. So, yeah. you yeah. know, a mix, a mix of, you know, events okay. and then also beginning level as well. Yeah, because I say that because um like because right now um I mostly have I'm mostly invested in, in crypto and now I'm looking to you know step into like doing stocks as well because you know I've just been taking a lot of notes, especially from the last um uh market Monday class, you know, with like with the ETFs and the stocks that you know you guys are heavily in invested in. So I definitely got my notes and you know I'm just looking to you know like keep like keep up keep up with the train you know what i'm saying you know uh along along with everything else you know because i do have kids and i'm looking to make sure that their uh future is definitely looking bright you know as i'm making you know these these moves and i'll be able to teach them along the way so yes. you know so that's so that's Jan why i asked janet just texted me she said wednesday's classes will be for beginners wednesdays yeah wednesdays. wednesdays at six invest oh. in 101 wednesdays all right cool oh, oh yeah and last thing you know um uh, I'm, I'm I'm definitely from New York. You know, I've met you guys uh, back in like 2019. You know, shouts to Miss B from Dykeman. When you guys pulled up, I definitely filmed like the interview when you guys pulled up. I wasn't I wasn't too sure like what you guys were up with doing because like I filmed for Dykeman as far as like basketball. And then Miss B pulled me and says like, yo, uh, you know, like she's like, yo, come here, Flash. I got Ernie Lee's. I'm like, Ernie Lee's. I'm like, who are these guys? She's like, oh, you know, these guys doing the financial literacy podcast. Da, 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 da. I don't know what she was really talking about, but now. I'm like fully invested. I'm like, damn, like yeah. that's that's crazy. So you know, I definitely should be guys hand, you know, and I appreciate y'all, man, for real, for real. Appreciate you, Rosie. D my low. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate you, bro. Um, and shout out to Dykeman. Shout yeah, out yeah. to that's Ms. a fact. And uh, we actually got some some stuff that we're working on with Dykeman. Uh, so yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. it's gonna be gonna be a good summer. Wait, <laughs> Lawrence, we didn't give you a chance to answer. Go ahead. Oh nah, you good? Um, Janet said it. So uh, really, Mondays I'm really 
making it uh, really, I'll probably say more advanced. And then on Wednesday, definitely for the beginners, invest in one-on-one. Um, while the market is open, definitely a little bit more advanced. Showing you guys the charts, showing you pretty much like, you know, the things to watch during the day while the markets are open um, and really going through some procedures out of some of the things that I do uh, throughout the day. Um, and then also invest in one-on-one, the classes to get you started from the beginning. So we'll be reading that book, charting and technical analysis. We'll be going through a lot of things. So uh, definitely. Yeah, you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Wesley, appreciate you. Uh, for, uh, you, you. I, got, I know, I know. Okay. Lawrence, 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 what, what? Is, my bad, bro. What is, what's your um Instagram? Because I'm sure a lot of people want to follow your Instagram. Yeah, so it's uh Mr. Lawrence dot e. So M R L A W R E N C E dot e. That is my only page. My only page. So any other pages made like you know these scammers are active. So. Thing right now i have like seventeen thousand one hundred followers so that's my page there um the last post was the flyer for tonight so definitely uh that is my page no i appreciate you so much bro thank you for for doing this and and thank you for you know being a light for the community and thank you for joining eyl university something that i'm looking forward to like i said we already had the the investment arm but you know just adding more to it that's you know we always we always investing in, in, in EYL University and just adding more to it and just trying to make it, you know, as prominent as possible. So it's definitely going to be something that's going to be beneficial to all the earners. Uh, once again, if you're interested, all the classes for EYL University get archived. They all get saved to the website, um, real estate, credit, um, financial planning called book club, movie club, uh, Facebook group. Um, it's really just a dope vibe. And of course, of course, investing. So Lawrence will be doing um, the Monday trading class and then the Wednesday beginning class. So it's just, it's just so much stuff going on right now. Crypto, forgot about crypto. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, were know, telling, they were telling Wesley, join the crypto club. Yeah, we, on the chain. We on the, we in the age of information right now. So it's important that you educate yourself. Um, it's extremely, extremely important. So once again, if you're going, if you want to do that, we got a sale, the last sale of the year, um, 65% off 48 hours sale. And um, yeah, that's, that's good for the whole year um from like the time that you get it for 12 months and then it renews after the 12 months um so once again brother lawrence um thank you so much uh, eyl lawrence yeah training day yeah, yeah thank you so much <laughs> anything that anything that you would like to say uh man i mean just honestly man it's uh just really a surreal moment uh this is like you know when they say well like kind of like walking in your purpose like this is everything this means a lot to me just being a part of a community like this. So, uh, you know, I'm excited. Um, I'm ready to take on the responsibility. And like I said, I'm excited. Um, I'm looking forward to January 3rd, kicking things off with a bang. 2022, a lot of big things coming. Um, and just continue to grind and focus, guys. All you are is just like one step away from literally changing your life. And, and that's just the way I look at everything. So continue to stay focused, uh, continue to persevere. Um, and, and focus about being focus like being around positive uh, energy, positive mindsets, um, and, and just continue to rise above. I um, mean, we in this, so that's it. That's it. And yeah, the, the the price of the renewal is the same when you join, so it's better to get it earlier because you know price goes like a stock. But once you locked in, you locked in for life. Um, and want to just wish everybody a happy holidays, whatever Absolutely. you celebrate, if you celebrate anything, Kwanzaa, uh, Christmas. Um, what other holidays are there? Yeah. Hanukkah. That passed. Oh, Hanukkah passed? Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> New Year's, Happy New Year's, all of that stuff, man. You know, just you know, have have a safe time, be safe out here. Corona, safety, safety. Corona is definitely running rampant in the streets safety, right now. So yo, seriously, be be safe. And um, yeah, the last thing that we'll do for the year is uh, tomorrow with our boy Ti. Shout out to Tip. Uh, I know Lawrence, you got to chop it up with him yesterday. So right. shout out, <laughs> shout out to Tip, man. Uh, good, good dude. So check out Assets Over Liabilities on Revolt's YouTube channel tomorrow at five o'clock. That's a dope episode. It's a, it's a good one. Dope conversation one. with my boy Ti. And uh, make sure you check out our, our episode of EYL. That's out right now for this week. It's just me and Troy. Market Mondays, of course. Make sure you binge watch Market Mondays. Shout out to Ian. Um, make sure you watch this replay. This will also be on podcast outlets, Apple, Spotify. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, man, we got we got a lot of stuff planned. 2022 is around the corner. So the year's not over. It's still some time. You know, you're going to grind. You got to grind to the end, grind to the end, but also take some time to reflect, take some time to just, you know, plan your vision board for um, for the next year, not just finances, your vision board for your health, your vision board for your family, your vision, your vision board for, your, you know, your spirituality. Everything is very important. So, you know, this, this is a perfect time to just, you know, take a moment, look at what happened this year positive, negative, reevaluate the situation, move forward, stay positive, stay in the light, stay in the light, stay in the light, light. stay in the light. Most of feel amazing. Stay away from negativity. Stay away from negative. People. Don't let it into your inner matrix. It's extremely important to stay away from negative energy. Um, and yeah, man, let's just continue to prosper. Yeah. Let's grow. Let's build. Let's achieve. <laughs> shout out to my boy oh yeah shout out to wall street trapper he's gonna be on ellen tomorrow right tomorrow so make sure you check that out please tap in um i don't know what, what channel does that come on uh nbc nbc yeah yeah check out ellen tomorrow uh with wall street trapper salute to him that's gonna be uh, fire that's gonna be fire yeah hollywood looks like us now yeah <laughs> facts facts um all right. Well, there Yo, you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Holiday season, y'all. It's the giving season. Uh, that doesn't just mean give gifts, give time. Reach out, call somebody. One conversation, one text message can change the trajectory of someone's life. Like, I really mean that because we've seen it happen over and over again. So, please, I encourage you to do that. Um, and, and again, be safe. Be safe. I know a lot of people um, have, have caught Corona over the past couple of weeks. So, prayers up to them and their families. Uh, and love is love, man. We will see y'all. We will see y'all. We're going to be safe, number one. Yeah. And this this is the last thing that we're going to do for the year. So drop your cash apps. Y'all stayed with us for, oh. for almost two hours, for longer than two it's hours. So time. Yeah, we're going to, we, I'll do some, we do some, we do some. It's the last thing. Since this is the last live we're going to have of the year, drop your cash apps if you're interested in that. All right. I'm a, oh, YouTube doesn't work for cash apps, right? Oh, damn. So just the earners? Guess so. Damn. I think they blocked it on YouTube, right? They said too many. You know what? If they, I think if they, what they was doing was putting like um, super chats and they was putting their cash apps in there. Oh no, I see some. I see. I see. Somebody did it. Yeah, that's uh, working. Jan, you on YouTube? Take some some flicks so we can catch some people. I'm gonna take a picture of this right here so I can catch some of the earners. It's moving so fast. All right, now now they're going crazy. All right, so we'll be sending out some <laughs> some holiday uh, tidings. Is it uh, tidings? Tides? Like, like tides? Tides, tidings. <laughs> <laughs>
hold you over. Um, we gotta send it out now. You got if you're shopping, you got like an, another day, two days. Get it done. Yeah. All right. I well, got you. Yeah, we got it. I see. I see it on YouTube. So yeah, we gonna pick some people from YouTube. A couple earners. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So been a pleasure. Be safe. Lawrence, thank you, my brother. dog. Appreciate you. Safety. All right, y'all.